0: Another edition of Star Sound Speaks. This is your host, Iliana Samsara, episode 103. Um, this, I'm going to talk briefly about the new moon cycle. Uh, I know I'm a little bit late to the party for this one because we had such an action-packed week with everything. Um, and if you haven't had a chance already to check out Asmina's conversation about India and the COVID crisis, please do, episode 102. Um, very profound Um, insights about India and um, so I think you'll enjoy that. Anyway, um, very exciting because this new moon is very, very, I've really been meditating and thinking about it and um, uh, we'll uh, walk you through that and and we'll see, you know, what kinds of potentials for transformation are available because of course new moons are always the beginning of a lunar cycle, a new expression of our our journey through life, you know, the changing circumstances and the peaks and falls and breakdowns and breakthroughs. So um, anyway, the, the new moon uh, started at 21 degrees Taurus. So sun and moon and Taurus. And Taurus, you know, energetically and physically, Taurus rules the vocal cords, the neck and the the neck and the vocal cords. And so um, with the moon being the, the divine feminine. And we're, how we nurture ourselves and Venus, you know, um, in you know because the new moons in Taurus, that means Venus is the hostess. Venus is the host of this uh, new moon. So we have a lot of uh, very Venusian energy. So the um, the new moon with this very intense, profound emphasis on the divine and the divine feminine. So I'm going to talk a little bit about the personal, how that might look in, in your own personal life and the collective. So in your personal life, gosh, this would be a great month for, you know, all expressing oneself. Hey, start a podcast, right? The neck, right? It's like, oh, okay, let's express ourselves by speaking. But it's not just that. It's uh, writing, uh, connecting with others. And you can see that now with the CDC having lifted some of the mandate wearing uh, requirements for wearing masks, we're seeing this, um, you know, this... Everybody's been so wanting to connect, and slowly, but you know, little by little, we've been, you know, eking out, making our way out carefully. Of course, we always still want to be careful and be in our highest, you know, most uh, taking good care of ourselves physically to, you know, certainly be free of any disease uh, and to be in optimal health. But um, but this Venus new moon, uh, what I really want to talk about is the enormous creative capacity. Uh, you know, when you think about Venus really the arts and not just connection, but art and love and beauty and harmony. And so these things are really front and center. Um, the um, Mercury is when I look at the, uh, the new moon chart and then knowing where Mercury is going to go with Venus, uh, Mercury and Venus are um, co present together in the sign of Gemini. So the Venus, you know, we look to see, okay, where's Venus? Venus is in Gemini. So uh, a lot about speaking, the art and the expression would be about connecting and socializing and speaking uh, with others, writing, you know, if you wanted to start a blog or write a novel or um, maybe uh, learn a language, you know, Um, so there's all kinds of um, great opportunities, um, very favorable for this, this kind of thing if you've been thinking about writing. And, and such. Uh, food too, you know, maybe you wanna start a cooking blog or a cooking show and, uh, or just um, have fun and socialize and um, connect with others around food and uh, luscious, luscious food. I think Venetian you know, food, you know, my, what's my favorite, you know, the thing I have to padlock is like the Simple Mills vegan chocolate chip cookies. You know, I just I, I just, I gotta buy a padlock when I buy that brand, right? Or or Miyoko's uh, vegan butter. Oh my god, it's like you know, right? So this is the month where <laughs> I remember last year when uh, we had the new moon in uh, in uh, Taurus. Man, I got into all sorts of trouble with buying too many cookies. But <laughs> anyway, then I paid for it because the next month I went on a really big and many many months of you know raw juicing and. Uh, green juicing and being very, very uh, good. So I did have my big blowout. So I'm, I'm going to be more careful this year, having spent the year being a very good girl in most regards. Uh, so uh, with my health. So anyway, just to say that, you know, certainly our, <clears throat> uh, this this being a Venus themed moon cycle um, with that Mercury overlay, um, there's about uh, you know, we can see how um, and even dating, I would say, and you know, I think about Venus too, relationships, how we relate with others and collaborate with others, dating for sure, you know. So this is a good a new a moon cycle, expressing oneself um clearly and joyfully. You know, that Mercury energy, is about, you know, he's the trickster, so you can have fun, right? Now, of course, Mercury started with shadow and it's going into it will start retrograde at the end of the month. So we get a chance to rethink. So in this lunation with Mercury going retrograde, we're rethinking um, how we connect with others. Well, certainly we see that out in the world, like I said, um, but also in our own lives, you know, new new attitudes and maybe, maybe the ways in which we thought that things had to be, um, don't have to be that way, that we can carve new pathways. That's what I'm hearing, I've seen these words, okay, carving new pathways of relating to others. So um, you know, having said that, uh, let's see, um, education too, you know, Mercury rules, education, especially primary education, I mean, you know, uh, elementary education and secondary education. Um, so, uh, w- that whole question about going back to school, and there's a lot of, of things that need to be decided upon, certainly with schools, you know, some people keeping their children at home, others bringing, you know, forth. Um, I would say this. So this is the last lunation before our solar eclipse. So we are already in the shadow of our eclipse season. I feel it coming around two weeks before uh, the first eclipse. So eclipses are like bookends. They're always two weeks apart. So we're going to have a lunar eclipse May 26th and the solar eclipse June 10th. So uh, right around now is when we start feeling the issues regarding the Gemini Sag archetypes, qualities coming into focus. So I would say um, this, especially when Mercury goes retrograde, since Mercury uh, is such a huge component in education and the education of the young, I would say any major decisions that you have to make about that, you should really ponder very deeply during that Mercury retrograde. It'll be a very auspicious time for really going within and really sourcing it on the inner planes. This is what uh, the retrogrades are for, especially with Mercury. So dialoguing with the higher self, um, connecting on on the higher planes. I wouldn't be making any major decisions about, say, where you would send your child to school next year, for example. I would wait, and certainly certainly during an eclipse cycle, you don't want to be making major decisions because the luminaries, the sun and the moon, are turned off. So that's obviously not when you want to be, right? Would you bake a cake with the lights out and there's no power? How would you measure the... uh, you know the water and the flower and the, you know such. So uh, that's definitely this is definitely a right time for moving within, and uh, that there are um, revealments happening around education. This is a major major uh, turning point, obviously, with COVID. You know, and how that the aftermath of all that with with the children and how they're educated, um, and our and also certainly our connections in general, but. Um, There are sometimes, there are things in a, you know, when when the sun is eclipsed and when the moon is eclipsed, the moon will be uh, eclipsed by the earth and a lunar eclipse, right? the earth casts a shadow on the moon. So anything lunar, anything related to mothers, our our nests our homes, our families, our environments, um, all things feminine, how we nurture ourselves. These are the things that we are going, the universe will present us with you know, where there's a blind spot. There's always a blind spot. And so these are showing us where things need to change. So long story short, eclipses, major endings, major beginnings. Um, I'm gonna dig deeper into this subject in, in a next podcast or two. I will get very deep into the lunar eclipse and then solar eclipse as well. But I just wanted to say that this lunation of course contains the lunar eclipse in Gemini. So I'm sorry, lunar eclipse in Sag, it's gonna be five degrees of Sagittarius. So if you have any planets at five, I would say between two and eight degrees of Sagittarius, Gemini, Virgo, or Pisces, this lunar eclipse will definitely have a lot of impact uh, for you. But wherever it falls in your chart is, of course, where this transformation is, is beckoning. So, uh, and our Gemini, again, you know, ad- ad- attitudes and our beliefs and our, our manner of speaking and learning and listening, um, all of these things are you know, very G- Geminian <laughs> and uh, ruled by Mercury. So with Venus and Mercury kind of being like, like I think of uh, what's the, uh, those old movies with um, Judy Garland and Mickey Rooney. I don't know, for some reason that, that came over right. me and they're like, Judy Garland, Mickey Rooney, adventures, you know, those, those sweet days when things were similar, seemed to be a more innocent time, but of course, you know, that's an illusion. But anyway, it's just that that fun loving mercurial playful energy. So it would, it, it's a good time to be connecting with that and seeing, you know, where we could put more of that into our lives. Uh, let's see. Um, Jupiter, um, as of yesterday, Jupiter went into Pisces and I, I had mentioned it earlier. So it's at zero degrees Pisces now. So for the next 10 days, we're going to get a very, very beautiful look at what is the potential of Jupiter's transit in Pisces. Because it's going to be at zero degrees for 10 days. It's going to go to two degrees and then it'll retrograde. And I think it's, it's July, but it'll go retrograde for several months. And then it'll turn around and on. Um, it'll be back in the sign of Pisces. It'll be retrograde back into Aquarius. Then it'll turn around and go into a Pisces. It's December 28th. It'll go into Pisces and spend an entire year in the sign of Pisces. So when we're in, uh, Jupiter is going to be very, uh, is going to love this because last year Jupiter was in its fall in Capricorn. didn't, Jupiter wants to expand and uh, unify, and in the sign of Capricorn, it's its Saturnian influence, it was very difficult to make that happen. It took a lot of a lot of discipline, a lot of focus, and the and the the uh, it just it's not the most ideal place. But of course, we work with what we have. Um, so Jupiter being in its fall Capricorn was a very you know, it was it was difficult last year to feel that expansion and abundance. It had to happen in a certain way through hard work and disciplined and effort. But now with Jupiter going into Pisces, this 10-day window, watch from now to about the 23rd, that zero degree point is really it's a critical degree. The zero degrees will show us the little movie, right? The little a little preview of coming attractions. And so we'll see how um, the ideal situation regarding how we unify, how we connect uh, law and justice, these are um, faith, confidence, hope, and optimism. These are all Jupiterian qualities. And so uh, where it, this zero degrees is in your chart, whatever house that's in, that's where we're going to feel that expansion. So we'll kind of get a preview of, let's say it's in your sixth house. You might get a preview of your ideal work environment. If it's in your 10th house, your ideal career. If it's in your you know, second or eighth house, it could be your ideal financial situation. Um, of course, the other side of it is where we might be um, over promising and over connecting or o- overdoing it and maybe being a little bit of rose colored glasses, right? That's that's the thing with Pisces and we have to make sure that we're really seeing things for what they are and it could feel a little foggy or uncertain. But uh, we're going to be experiencing all that. Um, so that's why uh, this this 10 day window is very important. and even one and two degrees. You know, we're getting a taste of what's coming next year. So uh, use that preview uh, wisely. Uh, For example, last year when Saturn, the planet Saturn, went into Aquarius at zero degrees, that was exactly what is Aquarius. Well, that's when we had social distancing. The word social distancing just came out of nowhere, right? So Aquarius is about society and of course Saturn, walls and boundaries. So there you go, social distancing, Jijing, and that's when the mask wearing, when we went full, full bore with mask wearing, social distancing. So that zero degrees showed us what was going to come when, um, you know, when, when Saturn went fully into Aquarius. And of course, here, you know, here we are dealing with all that. And, um, and so now Jupiter's turn, but Jupiter being benefic and the greater benefic um, this is definitely uh, a wonderful opportunity. I would say, too, with Jupiter um, being in, in Pisces, that could be, there could be some really ideal creative opportunities coming your way with Jupiter being about, you know, in the media or just in terms of an abundance and an expansion of one's uh, hope, faith, and optimism, creative pursuits. When you think about Pisces, you think about music and poetry, like the ideal dreamy, perfect, you know, angel, angelic choir singing, you know, that's like, oh, it's so Pisces and it's so dreamy. So maybe you have a movie screenplay you want to write, or maybe there's a, you know, a dream that you want to pursue and you'll get a really good feel for that with Jupiter moving into the sign of Pisces. So just wanted to point that out. Uh, Let's see. I would say too with this first part of this of this new moon cycle, um, you know, it would, uh, Jupiter is also in, in the exaltation of Venus. Venus is very exalted in Pisces, so again, there's a heavy Venusian theme to this new moon cycle. And when you think about women and um, and such, and it's making, um, of course, um, Jupiter is also in Mercury's fall. So Mercury, Jupiter does, um, sorry, Venus does very well in that. Piscean energy but uh, mercury doesn't so mercury likes data and facts and logic and Pisces is kind of a dreamy little trip through the cosmos so you know one one planet revels in it the other doesn't so we're going to be seeing these various uh, facets coming up um, to be addressed in as we journey forth in our in our um, our soul's journey here I would say um, you know right now with Venus with you know Judy Garland and Mickey Rooney bouncing around Venus and Gemini uh, Venus and Mercury and Gemini it's kind of like that fun exploratory thing it, it I feel with, with them when we get that full moon uh, things could be a little more um, a little more challenged perhaps um, because it um, you know, we have that full moon lunar eclipse at five degrees Sag. So the full moon is of course about our instincts and our emotions. So we could have, there may be a little bit of a, a delay or some kind of setback perhaps regarding that. But again, this is all part of our journey. You know, we're experiencing all facets of, of ourselves. And um, I would say too, that um, when we have Mercury and Venus squaring Neptune In this in this particular um, lunation, just looking at those degrees, yeah. When Neptune of course is in Pisces, and uh, and with that square, it could um, it's you know again a challenge. I mean, it could definitely be about engaging those creative energies, and then we also just want to be certain that we're um, we're not deluding ourselves either. So there's always that fine line, you know, when you engage in Piscean energy, it's that dreamy aspect, which is great, but you can also get lost in it. So we keep our heads about ourselves. All right. Uh, Or at least we try to. (laughs) Um, Then towards the end of the month, we're going to have this um, Mars is going to be Mars is still in cancer through around June 10th. So again, making sure, you know, where we want to really be ambitious and set a lot of goals is self-care, taking care of our, you know, I was, I was telling somebody the other day, this is a great time to, you know, order bath salts and take baths, right? Cancer is the home and water. So um, self-care and be, be ambitious and set a lot of goals around self-care and things of, of uh, nurturing and healing self and, and of course others. And, you know, being that space and being really passionate around healing would be a great Mars and Cancer, um, a use of Mars and Cancer. Go swimming, be a mermaid, you know, <laughs> On the, at least in the uh, northern hemisphere, the days are getting longer, and it's definitely very warm, or about to be for most of the United States, at least. And so uh, look ahead and see how you can uh, I would say, use these energies. Uh, you know, if you're going to take those mermaid lessons, here you go. And Venus and Gemini are like, yeah, totally. Let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> let's, let's go out there and pull, our, pull out our, our inner mermaid, or merman, intergalactic being. We're all welcome, right? It's Gemini, man. You know, <laughs> it's Like everybody, let's express ourselves in every which way. By the way, I have to give a shout out to the LGBTQ community. There's a, um, the first, did you hear about this this man? Let me just pull this up real quick. This lovely, no, non-binary. So it's um, a wonderful being of light, I'm going to call. This person, uh, they are, their name is uh, it, in Wales. I think it's in Wales, this, um, a 23, a 23-year-old non-binary mayor takes office in, in, in Wales, yeah, in a historic first. So uh, a beautiful picture of them uh, wearing this black, uh, looked like a velvet dress with this sheer, very Venusian, right, with the sheer top. And um, and the mayoral in, in, in the UK, they have those, the mayor wears that beautiful, ornate gold chain uh, mayoral necklace. I don't know what they call it, but um, here is uh, this uh, Owen, Owen Hercombe, non-binary, the world's first known non-bi- non-binary mayor, is only 23, gender queer, and agender, elected unanimously last year, served as a deputy mayor for a year in North Wales. Uh, they uh, didn't take office until Monday because of COVID, but um, they said that it's an enormous privilege to be elected and uh, 23. Uh, you got to look at the, uh, their pictures. is just lovely, and they have green hair too. So it's like, oh, between the green hair uh, and the mayoral necklace set against their non-binary, um, their beautiful outfit, uh, celebrating a uh, happy as a clam, just uh, amazing, just a lovely piece of good news. So uh, yeah, this is a, this is definitely a time of uh, of uh, great transformation and talk about self-expression, right? Especially in this new moon and in Taurus. Uh, Love, connection, harmony, um, meeting uh, challenges head-on, achieving one's dreams with that square to Neptune, you know, engaging that energy and moving it forward. So I just love that. Anyway, so yeah, Mercury uh, is going to be a retrograde um, when Mercury goes retrograde, just flipping over to that for a moment, it's going to be squaring Neptune, like I said, and so um, there could be some interesting reversals and uh, things might be in a little bit of a fog, <laughs> right? Especially with Mercury retrograde, and then in its home sign of Gemini. One of the things, though, I will say about the in terms of the collective, when I see and feel into the potential of what this. Uh, this new moon cycle uh, will bring and is bringing is uh, a great healing. Okay, so not only the LGBT community we see these great breakthroughs, but also this um, uh, the the shadow side of Gemini is uh, youth trafficking. And what what are we seeing? The feds are closing in on Matt Gates. And yesterday it just was announced. As a matter of fact, um, when is it that is. I kept saying, okay, Mars is going to activate that last June's uh, lunar eclipse, Mars is activating that and, um, okay, let me go grab that paper, hold on. Oh, it's not the, it's the lunar eclipse of July 4th. So we always look at a Mars activation for when this, the potentials are manifested and pulled pushed forward, driven forward when Mars hits that point. Well, um, that was at the uh, 13 degrees of cancer, which of course is the degree of our country, the USA. And so it's, this is conjuncting the USA sun. And I said, look around May 15th, May 16th, maybe a couple of days before, you're going to see a big breakthrough. And what is, they're about to indict uh, Joel Greenberg, which was his best buddy. And there's this mountain of evidence with text messaging and all this sex trafficking with a, a minor that this Florida congressman, Annette, Matt Gates, is. Uh, they have not made any arrests, but they have a mountain of evidence. And his buddy has, was already arrested and it, is cooperating. They're and they're probably going to announce a plea deal on Monday. That's the latest. Uh, that he is plea bargaining and accepting guilt in exchange, and he's basically delivering Matt Gates to the feds. This is what seems to be the, um, the, uh, the situation right now. Now, nothing has been, you know, he has not been accused, Matt Gates has not been formally accused with anything now, but it's not looking good. And this guy keeps, interestingly enough, in um, shooting his mouth off and making very, very bizarre, strange comments which obviously, if you were going to be arrested, probably oh, not a good idea. Um, the woman who uh, was the attorney for Gretchen Carlson in her sexual harassment suit with um, with Fox, where they made that movie, you know, with um, it was with Nicole Kidman. But anyway, the real life uh, attorney for Gretchen Carlson, they interviewed her on, on a news channel the other day, and she was saying that Matt Gates is like every lawyer's worst nightmare because he just he won't shut up so uh there it is As you were, in the collective we're seeing what is the potential uh where this mercury transit and mercury retrograde in gemini and the solar eclipse in gen sag most importantly that's that big solar eclipse june 10th the lunar and five sag sag rules the courts truth justice gemini uh solar eclipse youth youth trafficking so you could see a lot of People high, hot people in high places, such as Florida Gundersman and Trump. You know, this is this is was hitting his moon in Sag. You could be seeing the fall of a lot of very important people. Um, and just yesterday, too, another was the president of Santa Clara University, which is a Jesuit university. Jesuits are the. It's an order of Catholic priests. And that he was, he stepped down over these uh, allegations of inappropriate behavior, and he, um, he resigned from being the president of this college. So again, you know, there's, there it is again, you can see the planet speak through these things, and, uh, and so he, um, Sag, of course, ruling higher education, universities and such, fall of grace, here we are, welcome to eclipse season, we may be seeing more of this. Certainly, more revealings, things that had been had been um, hidden coming to light. So the Matt Gates sex trafficking with a minor allegations and, and evidence uh, mounting uh, certainly is um, is one piece of it. I say this because it's not just a Florida. Um, it's not just a Florida conversation because obviously that's an international problem. So. Uh, it's like a sweater that pulls a little piece of yarn and then it starts unraveling and you start seeing all the this underground nefarious networking coming to light. So I think that that'll be a major um, conversation in, um, with these gem sag eclipses is the youth trafficking. Uh, I, I had mentioned that several times before in um, when I did my webinar last year when the nodes shifted into gem sag and I said, you're going to be seeing a lot of LGBTQ breakthroughs, breakdown breakthroughs. You know, we had some transgender laws and biases and things passed in certain state legislatures in the States. And I do, but on the other hand, look at Owen Hercomb, the, the non-binary mayor. So these energies are all coming to the fore and the shadow plays out, but the light is, is breaking through and eclipses are always bringing lasting change, major endings major beginnings. Uh, Let's see, is there something else I want to mention about the justice system? Um, Oh, I would say too, if this is going to be very cathartic for women, obviously, if Venus ruling this new moon cycle, you know, uh, women are going to, these women would be speaking out or sex trafficking victims. So I want to say, if you have been uh, a victim of sexual harassment or had experienced that and had survived and have survived and have been in trauma, there is help for you. And you just need to know that everything that didn't happen um, out of when 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 um, in, in when we had the whole Jeffrey Epstein thing, you know, a few years ago, um, then of course, he died, right? There's news of his death. And then people many women felt that they were not going to get justice. Well, let me f- let me just say that there is more coming, a lot more revealing, and so there is definitely a sense of justice coming through. Uh, and even with Jupiter going to Pisces, you know, like the, the ideal justice being served. This is the these are some of the themes that will be will be seeing. So I just wanted to mention that. And as, at the end of the month, we have it's going to be pretty challenging and cathartic, and it could be so. If you are um, someone who had been involved in any kind of sexual harassment or sex trafficking or know of anybody who had um, been in that world um, or might still be, who knows. Children of the Night is a great charity, by the way, um, that is out of LA and they help sex trafficked uh, children, mostly women, but anybody sex trafficked and they really stand up. It's a top rated charity navigator charity. They they stand up for uh, the kids and get them off the streets and get them uh, back to school and uh, real lives. So it's, uh, it's a wonderful. These are places that we can help and build that light in that is uh, wanting to be revealed as a result of these sag eclipses. Uh, the, but the the woman who was that lawyer I was mentioning before that was talking about Matt Gates, she said that this she said that this is uh, Matt Gates allegations and things. This is Epstein level predatory sexual behavior. So like I said, uh, this is about to really blow. Uh, I think personally, I think because of where it's showing up in Trump's chart, it's gonna take him down as well. And he's of course facing many, many other allegations about fraudulent practices in his business and Trump organization, right now, all that stuff. So it ain't over. It's definitely moving into <clears throat> this new awareness is coming And because of this new moon with Venus ruling, we're going to see a lot of emphasis is on women and justice. So yay. Finally, right, the healing continues. By the end of the month, when Mars is going to oppose Pluto, it could be a very deep cathartic uh, breakdown breakthrough, very deep and emotional and the capacity to transform. Um, It might uncover a lot of woundings. We want to keep ourselves safe. Uh, we want to use that energy that which could be very raw in a very um, powerful way that will really help heal our society and the our structures of reality where we've held ourselves but also that will of course help the collective. So we'll see it in government and we'll see it in our own personal transformation this ability to to uh, heal and um, create the most perfect uh, through facing these deep fears we can uh, transform ourselves and uh, create a you know that um, move ourselves forward we'll just say that yeah but it could be pretty rocky in that way and y- y- they always say you know the bigger the breakdown the bigger the breakthrough so we might be seeing these big breakdowns in our lives um, toward the end of this um, cycle after the after the lunar eclipse but again you know, it's all for our greater good. It's light waiting to be revealed. So anyway, with that, I just wanted to, um, to share and um, we will be, of course, continuing on. Um, hope you keep on listening. Thank you all for being here and thank you for um, uh, being uh, with us and journeying with us. It's always a pleasure to hear from you. Please leave your comments below. Um, how would you like to, uh, what goals do you have and uh, visions do you see for this new moon cycle? It's always great to hear from you. Um, so yay, yay for the goddess and yay for divine mother. Uh, when I think of divine feminine, you know, this is a really great auspicious month to be uh, holding that deep in our hearts. So um, chanting uh, the uh, divine mother chants, Kali Ma, do whatever it, <laughs> right? Do it, uh, Kali Durga. Do whatever you need to do to maintain your strength and to, regardless of whether you're male, female, non binary, uh, wherever you are on that spectrum, the divine feminine energy is within all of us and um, the energy of receiving and uh, feeling love and harmony and beauty. So, yay. Um, may everybody. Uh, continue to maybe all continue to grow and expand in our hearts and in our Venusian ways <laughs> so uh that's that's my um, prayer for everybody today all right very great thank you so much for listening and uh, we'll see you next time this is Iliana Samsara star sound speaks starsoundastrology.com thank you all for listening Namaste.